Thank you for your grace and your goodness and your mercy. But how you allowed us to rise this morning. How you watched over us all night and while we slept and slumbered. God, you're so good and we magnify your name. We glorify you. We praise your name, God. And we lift you up, God. Lord, we thank you for being behind the sacred desk on today. We ask that you look on us right now, God. Have your way in me, God. Work in me. Work through me. Speak through me, Lord. Have your way, God. Oh, God, no more me, but God, it's you. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. I do give an honor to God today, to his darling son, Jesus, who is ahead of my life, and to my pastor, the Bishop Michael Payton, and to First Lady Missionary Peggy Payton, elect Lady Payton, to our state supervisor, all of the saints of God, and to my own husband, and to the quorum of elders that are here today. I do want to praise God for being back in the house of God once more. I thank God because he's so good and he's so graceful. I thank him most of all for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I truly thank God for being able to stand behind this sacred desk on today. Glory be to God. The songwriter, somebody penned a song, said, you don't know like I know. My God, but I thank God because God has done it again on these past two weeks. Tomorrow will be two weeks. I haven't been able to get out of my bed except for the few days. My husband had to do everything but pick me up and take me to wherever I go. So dizzy, I couldn't stand up, couldn't raise my head up off the pillow, couldn't sit on the side of the bed. My God, and it was so bad till I didn't have an appetite. My appetite was gone. I began to lose weight. My God, but I thank God because God is good. Oh, yes, went to the chiropractor and went there to get a treatment was too weak to even get the treatment because I hadn't been able to eat. But I tell you, God is a good God. My God, I said, God is a good God. And I thought about David. The psalmist says, oh, magnify the Lord with me. Hoya, hoya, shut the Lord say, hey, glory. Hoya, ha, Just on last evening, not 24 hours ago, but just last evening, 
I was in such a way when I stood up, it looked like the whole house was gone. And my husband said to me, he said, now, and I'm going to tell you now. He said, when you get up in the morning, if you ain't feeling good, he said, he, he, we, we need to call him and let him know. But I oh, your ha, ha. I said, you didn't bring me this far to leave me, my God. And I thank God today because God is a good God. And he's good all of the time. I said he's good all of the time. My God, and I magnify God today. I glorify God. You know, so oftentimes we take it for granted. When you wake up, you're going to get up. But it is not always so. Somebody laid down last night, didn't get up. And somebody laid down last night, woke up and couldn't get up. But oh, I thank God because he got me up this morning. Hallelujah! And started me on my way. each of you for your prayers for how you prayed for me your prayer wasn't in vain my God because he's did it again oh bless the name of the Lord and I was thinking today I wanted to try to uh, when um, evangelist Hall asked me about the scriptures I wanted to get them to those there back there in the back but you know the Lord it did so much for me and the Lord had ministered to me so much sometimes while I was there laying flat on my back and couldn't do nothing. And I thought about something. So after time we say, God, take us out, take us through just to, just to bring us out. But as I was laying there on my back, I said, Lord, I don't believe that you just take us through just to bring us out. I bring that every time you take us through, we ought to come out better than before. My God, we ought to come out renewed, refreshed. Uh, you don't just take us through. We ain't, this ain't no pity party. We're not playing blackjack. You ain't doing nothing like that. But God, you take us through for a purpose. And when we come out, we ought to realize that it's a spiritual promotion in Christ. Oh, bless God. And I thank God because I laid there flat on my back, had a Lord begin to minister to me. And when I would get one scripture, I want to say I thank God for our first lady, uh, uh, um, month before last fifth Sunday, she had asked me about speaking and I had had eye surgery. Couldn't see, couldn't hardly, how the enemy do, you know. And I went on and I told my husband, I said, when she came back again, I said, I will not call her. I will not tell her that I won't be there. I'm gone in the name of Jesus. Oh, bless God. And I was laying on my back, flat on my back, and I was 
the Lord just began to minister to me. And just to, you know, some, sometimes the Lord just want just to wanna talk to you. We get so busy and so caught up with the cares of this life, going about and doing what we think we have to do. But sometimes we need to stop and let God speak a word to us. My God, and as I was laying in my bed the other day, a very familiar scripture came to me. It was the 24th chapter of St. Matthew's, where Jesus came, what Jesus is there and his disciples came to him privately. They came to Jesus. The disciples came to Jesus privately, wanting to know what shall be the signs of the coming of the end of the world. And then I begin to reflect back on so many things that we're going through now in our world. Things that are happening, not just as COVID-19, but the Bible speaks that he began to tell them. He said, you'll hear of wars and rumors of wars. He said, but don't be troubled for all these things. He said, must come to pass. But the end is not yet, my God. We got some going through to do. We got some some things that we're going to have to go through, my God. And the Lord is getting us ready. We used to sing that song, my Lord, getting us ready for that great day. But those words ought to come alive in you. They ought to stand up in you. They ought to be your testimony that God is getting us ready, my God. And I come to serve notice on you today that the Lord is getting us ready. My God, we see the COVID-19 doing what it's doing. And I know people are praying like, that the scripture said over in Second Chronicles, he said, if my people would you call my name, if you know me yourselves and pray. But I'm telling you, some of these things that Jesus spoke of, they must come to pass. And our prayer ought to be that, Lord, cover me. Because his will must be done. And he has declared it in his word. He spoke about the pestilence. And what is the pestilence? COVID-19, I'm here, my God. But we pray and ask the Lord to cover us. And we serve a God who is able to do that and above. And as I was laying there in my bed and I began to think about that. And I said, Lord, you're getting us ready. And I began to think we hear about wars and rumors of wars. And I was thinking about nations against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And then sometimes we don't really, we hear a little bit about it on the news and we, we really don't digest it like it comes across. But we're hearing about wars in our community where gang violence is erupting. You can't go to the store. When my husband go out at nighttime to the store, I tell him, I say, don't go nowhere. Don't go to the gas station pulling your wallet out. Watch your surroundings. Because when you're going out, there's a war going on. There's a war going right where you're at in your neighborhood. When you go to the store, yeah, at the Walmart, there's a war going on. My God, it's a war going on. And there's rumors of wars. Those that you're not involved in, you hear of them. And I was thinking the other day how those missions are in a foreign country, went over there to do mission work, but how they're being held captive. But my God, the Bible speaks of those things. And it is our job to pray for them, pray for their covenant, because the Lord can bring them through and bring them out. But you know what? If he don't, he's already said it in his word, my God. Some of us are not going to come out. We're going to have to look. Things are going to come up on you, and you it's going to be either... Well, uh, you're going to have to deny or you're going to have to stand on it. And a lot of times when you're denying, your outcome might not be as you expected it to be. But I come today to tell you we got to be ready. As I laid there in my bed, how the Lord began to minister to me about holiness and telling me about holiness. Oftentimes, 
we get around and we, we, we think coming to church is holy. This is holy. But coming to churches don't make you holy. Oh, it takes more than that. And I was thinking on the other day, I said, Lord, I said, so oftentimes we look at people and they seem to be good people. And many are very good people. They're good natured. They're good people. And you, if you need something, I have a neighbor next door. I said in all my adult life, this is the best neighbor that I've ever had next door to me. I said because the Lord knew what he was doing when he sent me to Georgia. He knew that I didn't have a family. He, he knew that my son would be gone. But the Lord put a neighbor there. And then on side, aside from that, he put me with a body of people. And I tell so often time I was saying to uh, Sister Hollywood one day, I said, uh, sometimes I get, I, I, I get to feeling myself. I get to missing my children. You all might have yours close around. I miss my grandchildren. Sometimes I miss those things. I miss uh, 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 just my brother dropping in. Sometimes you just miss those things. And I was think we miss those things. And we go about and we go to and fro. And as we go, I was saying, Lord, I said, but you'll give us what we need. You promise to supply our every need. And I thank God because he has done just that. And I was, as I was thinking the other day, just thinking about being holy. And I started to sing in that song, an old song, Lord, help me to be holy. I want to be holy, my God, because God is calling for holiness. And then I thought about a lot of times, and I say this oftentimes, we have children. I know I'm not the only one. I'm a mother of four, and I'm grandmother of seven and a great-grandma. But I want you to know that sometimes we look at our children, and because of the love that we have in them, sometimes we veer away from the things that they do that are really not that pleasing to us. And we'll say, you know, they are good children. I never had to go up to the school for them. Uh, they're good children. They've never been in a fight. Honey, they're good children. You know what? Now they're grown. They, give me a, they send me a piece of change. But God ain't calling for a piece of change. God is calling for holiness. A lot of times we get with our children and we think they, oh, they, they're good. They're precious. I got some of them too. I got some of them. I think mine is precious. But I don't ever want to be blindsided by the fact that they need Christ, my God. That, that they need to be holy. My, because God is calling for holiness. And I come to serve notice of you today. If there's anybody here today that can't stand up and say or can't testify that I'm holy, you got something to do. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, yes, you have. You have something to do. And I thank God as he began to minister to me. I thought about the young man that came to Jesus. And he said, Lord, he said, uh, he wanted to know what, what I got to do to be saved. What, 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 what shall I do? What, 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 what things do I have to do to be saved? And I thought about sometimes that's how it is. We so think so much of people. We don't ever think about to ask them well, we don't even think about to give them the word, thank you, to let them know that there's something greater that they need. But I thought about the young man that came to Jesus, and he wanted to know, he said, good master, what must I do? He said, to gain eternal life. So Jesus began to tell him, keep the commandments. 
I know some of y'all say, mine ain't killed nobody. Mine didn't steal. You, t- you know, they love their neighbors. You want to say that because I, I brought them up like this. That's what you want to say. I taught them how to do that. But then he began going to tell Jesus. He said, uh, 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 I've done all of these things. I've honored my mother and my father. I've kept all of those things as I was coming up. That's what he began to tell Jesus. Jesus took, told him, said, look, if you've done all of the things, said it as well, but there's one more thing you got to do. He said, go and sell that that you have. So oftentimes people ain't willing to sell out, uh, but we have to be willing to sell out. We got to be willing to sell out. Uh, You can't be holding on to a little something, my God. God is calling for complete holiness. And when we are holy, we are holy-minded. We're not just holy-minded, but we're whole-minded. We're whole-spirited. We're what God wants us to be. And I come to tell you, you know what? I thought about Jesus when the Lord spoke. He said, be ye holy for I am holy. And then I looked at the scripture and I began to read it backward. It said, holy I am, for holy he be. You can't get around it. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you leave this church and go to another church. I don't care what somebody whisper in your ear. The word of God stands by itself. It don't need no help. Webster is good. All of those dictionaries are good. But the word of God, it stands all by itself. It don't need no help. My God. And I come to tell you the people of God, I just want to encourage you. If you feel like you're slack in some areas, if you feel like there's a little more that you could do, there is a little more that you could do. And if you feel that there's a little more you can do, know that that's the Lord ministering to you. He's getting us ready because the Lord is soon to come. And then I remembered about John over in the book of Revelation while he was on the island of Patmos, how he began to preach to those churches. And the Bible, as I began to read, as John ministered to the churches, every time he ministered, he said, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. And I come to tell you today, when the word of God go forth, when the word of God go out through the man of God, you need to have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Don't care if you don't like it. Don't care if he said it 10 times. It's coming to you again. And then as you get on over in the end of the book of Revelation, I heard the Lord says, Behold, see how ya. Behold, 
Do you hear what I said? He said, behold, I come quickly. And I come to tell you tonight. Today I thought about a game we used to play. It used to be hide and go see. And you would hide. Uh, and after the person is standing there that's going to go see. After a while, he would say, ready or not, uh, here I come. And the Lord spoke to me on this week. Uh, he said, tell my people that ready or not, I'm coming. Uh, we got to be ready. We can't be getting ready. We can't be half-stepping. But God is calling for holiness. And when I was, when, I, when the Lord was ministering to me, I said, Lord, what, 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 what's my subject going to be? And every time I began to ask the Lord that, he'd give me something else to and as I began to ask, I said, Lord, but they want a subject. And when I got to the end, I said, just tell them what I said. Ready or not, uh, here I come. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I said when I left home? I said when I get there, I said, this is what I said. I said, Lord, when I get there, I said, I know my husband is concerned about me. My children are concerned about me. I said, some of my church family that know they're concerned. I said, so God, I want to take it easy. I don't want to shout today because I don't want to fall out. I don't want to, sh- I don't want to see how your heart. I don't want, I don't want to see how. I don't want to shout today, God. I say because I don't want to fall out. But I come to tell you today, I'm going to shout for the Lord.